This is life. Listening and inspiring friends in entertainment. People don't understand that you quite literally don't have that word attraction without the word action. Focusing life's principles with your goals. Stone is the worst backseat driver in the world <laughs> when it comes to letting somebody else drive. And taking Empowerment Global with Empowerment Speaker Stone Staffer and Johnny Vaughn. Yo, what's up, what's up, what's up, friends, family, and fan? It's your boy Stone Stafford. I'm riding shotgun as always with the homie with the ride or die, Johnny Vaughn. Now, I'm I like how you homie. always say shotgun, like I'm the one that's driving, but you, you like Stone is the worst backseat driver in the world <laughs> when it comes to letting somebody else drive. But I'll, I'll take it, Brody. It's humility, man. It's humility. I'm here to serve. Uh huh. I'm here to serve. So. We had a better intro, a lot of fun, laughter, blah blah blah. But Johnny, Johnny's thing glitched up, y'all. So oh, y'all, y'all just what you listening to right now is take freaking two. We gonna put me on front street, okay? <laughs> Not you. It was just the equipment. Okay. There's something going on. There's ghosts in the machine. Yeah. But anyway, yo, we gonna have some fun today because we got my man Gatto joining us. I already asked him what his name meant. We already figured out that Gatto means cat with a T and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Gato, what up, fam? Good with y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you joining us, like for real, for real. So, Gato, we're gonna let Gato tell you about himself. Gato's a talented rapper out of out of the uh, out of the GA. I won't say where from. I don't know if you got people looking for you or not. But uh, <laughs> we'll just keep it in general. But Gato, what's up? Tell the folks a little bit about you before we get into this combo. So yeah, my name is uh, Gato. I'm gonna make a long story. I'm gonna try to make a long story short. Uh, I started rapping in uh, school. I was born in Long Island, moved to Delaware when I was five, raised in Delaware. I started rapping in uh, high school. I went to high school in the city and uh, we was doing like rap battles and on the sideline, me and my man. Uh, we used to be battling because we weren't getting no clock on the field. It's like we just battling and then we got our little circle over here. So started like that. I graduated, took it serious. Long story short, I moved to Atlanta uh, three years ago. I learned how to engineer before I moved here. And uh, so now that that's getting me in crazy doors. Like I I work with Lil Baby, Fujiano, all these type of artists in Atlanta that's going crazy. And it's like everything is, is like God will set you up for like something and you won't even know like you about to do something else so you're i might get rich off a book who knows you yeah. never know right Facts. Really? i've been trying to tell this fool this all the time i be trying to tell him that there's a plan but yeah. we, we ain't even gonna go down that road <laughs> yeah. well you, but question, you, you, so, you won't finish the book though so what's the what's the plan then i'm at home all week uh-huh by myself uh-huh is this a finna, finna about the gunner? Is that what nah, this is? No, it's it's a doing. Oh, okay, okay. It's a in progress. It's okay. a doing. Okay. So, but so Gato, so you came to the ATL three years ago. What yeah. made that happen though? Like, what made you be like, yo, I need to get down to the A? Because where I was at, it was like, all right, so you can only expand so far. And where I was at is like no radio station, no nothing. So like the furthest I was going was like Philly, Jersey, right, but in New York. So it's like. I felt like I had to hit another area in a bigger market. So I was like, I'm going to just, you know I mean, take a gamble. And I moved down here with my girlfriend, uh, my best friend, and $300. And we figured it out. And me, excuse my language, we figured it out. And now everything is going good. And it's to the point where it's like, 
all I could do is be humble about everything that's happening. Yo, let me dig into that because I don't want to gloss over. How you said you figured it out. Like yeah. people do that sometimes, right? But it's the story behind how you figured it out that really helps like folks because I had to do the figuring it out thing too. Yeah. You had $275 more than I did when I came down from Jersey. <laughs> but that still ain't a lot of a lot of cheddar, man. So you still gotta figure how it out. So <laughs> how'd you figure it out? Like what are some of the things that you had to do to figure it out, to overcome, to to call an audible? Like how'd you figure it out? So now when I say I figured it out, that that, that is a long story with that because it's like it's like when I say I moved down here with three hundred dollars, I had to I literally didn't come down here with just three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had just three hundred dollars in my pocket. Mm-hmm. I came with my friends and my girl or my friend and my girlfriend. And we figured out where to live and what would work before we got down here. So okay. yeah, I came down here with an apartment. Like smart. smart. Taking a gamble, but it's like, yeah, me. But it's a, a calculated gamble. Right. $300 in the pocket. Rent doing 30 days. How are we finna do this? Yeah, me. So I started, we looked on Craigslist. Boom, fixing windows. I don't know how to fix a damn window, but they saying they gonna pay us to fix windows tonight. So let's go fix windows. Boom, 950 an hour. And like $300 a week. Yeah, me fixing windows. And got fired from that. Got on the, got on the uh, Craigslist again. Seen the lift. Start driving the lift. Met somebody, put me in the studio in the lift. And it, it's like, that's what I was saying. God just boop, 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 Yeah. Boop. Yeah. And I met, yeah, I met Lil Baby's DJ in the lift. He said, yo, let's go cook up. All right. Yeah, me. Yeah. Driving. So it's like, you never really know. So that's why I just keep my, I just keep going. Even if I take, I, I'm not explaining to you all the L's I took in the middle of all of this. But yeah, there were L's. Oh, definitely. L and mad, like, damn. Right. What are you gonna do? Like, right. excuse me, but yeah, like, but that, I figured it out with God and my team, you feel me? And like I said, I didn't know nobody when I moved down here. And everybody's like knowing me and knowing what I'm doing now. It's just crazy. Cause like, I see I'm finna have a big story to tell. And it's a lot of people like me that they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. They scared to move out here. Yeah. Well, wait, wait a minute. Now I won't say that because I was talking to Stone about this exact thing, and I'm glad you told the story the way you told it. Was that a lot of people like Atlanta's become that place, and there's memes out there about it now. They were like, "Yo, nothing working for me in my city. Nothing working for you in my city. Let's get together, move to Atlanta. It's gonna solve all our problems." And then they get here and realize it's actually harder to make stuff pop here in Atlanta than it was in the small town they came from. Yeah, and I feel like that's really because if you in your city, whatever you doing is about to be magnified out here. When I was in my city, I was going crazy. You knew me, you was paying me for features and all that. So it's like when I, yeah, man, you gotta be, you gotta come with the same work ethic, and the results magnify. Yeah, me. So the people that's coming out here saying it ain't working, I'm in my city, or if I moved out here, well, it's something you doing. Yeah, like right. All I'm hearing, all I'm hearing in this whole thing, and that's the funny thing is, like, there is literally a formula to this. And whether or not, you know, God owe you would literally say, yeah, that's the formula. It doesn't matter because you're doing it. And everyone that does it, they have these similar results. And that is because we all about this whole law of attraction thing. Right. But people don't understand that you quite literally don't have that word attraction 
without the word action. And that's the only thing I'm hearing you talk about. You set an intent. Mm -hmm. You said, this is what I'm going to do. You made up your mind. And I had this thing called the formula. And where the very first C in formula is choice. Make a choice. Freaking decide. Yeah. You decide it. You're like, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down here and make it happen. And there was nothing that was going to stop you. So you set your intent. But then after that, you worked. Like you grinded, you hustled, and there was nothing that you weren't going to do on the legal side of things that was beneath you until, because <laughs> I've been there too. I'm, I always tell that story when we started, how I used to walk by this this corner store, this grocery store every day, contemplating shoplifting it. Like I thought, but the only thing that kept me doing is like, if, if I get caught, if I get snatched up, then none of this music stuff gonna work. That's the only thing that kept me from doing it. I was like, I can't do music in there. That See, is Stone, lit, but I was- Stones were the most blessed people on that side. He ain't never had to cross the boundaries to make some stuff pop. And I, not I admire that. Have to. I admire not that about to. you for That's being good, able to though. stay on the It is. But here's the yeah. thing. No one really, quote unquote, has to. It's still a choice. Because don't forget, I was homeless. I did sleep on the Martyr Park benches. I only ate because I found coins in the, in the phone booth. So I, I made a choice, either do that or go ahead and go ahead and rob this place. So everyone has the choice, but most people want to skip what Gatto's talking about. They want to skip the work part. They want to skip taking the L's. Everyone wants to avoid the L's. Yeah, bro. So I, I, I agree. I, you are going to have a big story to tell. I, I really, um, I really, when I moved down here, that was, that was a choice I had to make. I'm like, if I'm about to finna do all of that stuff, I could have did that back home. Yeah, right. I could have stayed back home and did Facts. that. You know I mean? When I got out here, that was my mindset. And then it's like, my back was against the wall. So it's like, yeah, you know I mean? And then I got into a situation that I'm still dealing with right now. Yeah, you know I mean? And it's like, I got all this going on, but I got to deal with that at some point. Yeah, you know I mean? So it's like, yeah. But now I'm just focused on it. Everything, the bigger picture, you feel me? I want to do something that you said you didn't really want to do. You said you didn't want to highlight the L's, but I'm real big on highlighting the L's. Because, okay. <laughs> um, no, and, I mean, we ain't going to touch all of them. Uh, <laughs> but the important, uh -huh. thing, the important thing is for people to actually see that it's something that happens. Because, like, you talked about, you know, getting that opportunity out of a lift and then going straight to the studio. Like, in that opportunity, did that turn into an L? Or did that turn into something that's still happening? Because you can get put in a situation to succeed, and if you weren't prepared, if you came to the studio, didn't know how to engineer, or you didn't have your, if you didn't have anything to play if you were a producer, then that turns into a failed opportunity. So painting that picture to show people that just because the opportunity comes, like moving to Atlanta can be an opportunity in itself. It was like that for me. I was telling Stone the same thing 10 minutes ago. Like stuff happened for me real fast when I got here. And then I hit a wall. Like it was like, okay, everything like it was gonna be smooth sailing. And then you run into that one situation that you just not prepared for. So that's that's what I wanna see. What's one of those situations that after you got here, once you got the ball rolling and it looked like things was gonna be a little smooth sailing and then you hit it and it's like, okay, you weren't really ready for that next step yet. Now, um, that's certain situation in the lift, that didn't turn out to be a hell. That turned out to be a good relationship. You feel me? That's going to grow. It's like seeds you plant. So, like, you might meet somebody, you know what I mean, and just lock in with them that day. Y'all might not really lock in and make a major move till two and a half years later. You feel me? Right. Because right. y'all been watching each other and y'all like, all right, I, 
I know, bro, a little bit. This how let's do this. Yeah, you know I mean, so I didn't take an L with that certain situation. But now it's like my mind's so clear, and I just I don't know. The first of the year, it's like a switch went off in my head, bro, and it's like I, it's over. You know what I'm saying? It's over. No, that's what's up. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes it takes that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it takes that. I mean, it doesn't always have to, but sometimes it takes that. So here's a question I got. All right, so obviously you're doing music. One, I'm going to ask you, why music? Like, why are you doing music? But then after that, what other gifts or talent do you think you have in addition to music? And just so you know, my, my definition of a gift and a talent is something that you do, like, way above just the average person like i gotta go to school for it or i need training for it you know what i mean but you do it just naturally so why music and then what other gifts or talents do you feel you might have um so i do music because this is my theory on why i do music my father has dj'd for like 30 40 years and since i was little all I've heard is like loud rappers and 808s and just in the car, you know, you come in the neighborhood, all just mm. like he like his stuff loud, you feel me? Yeah. He's from New York, so he yeah, I mean, but I started I told you I started rapping in high school and he he really always just had me around like music. He worked at mixtape stores and he just always had me around music and then I took it to the point where I wrote my first rap. Yeah man and I'm like, I like this. And then when I really started doing music was when I went to the studio. Nah 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 nah. People always told me I was nice. But when I really I remember this day when I really was like, yo, I'm about to do this shit. I went to the studio and the engineer, my sister put me on the engineer. He was so nice. When I tell you he was so because he 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 do like he did stuff for Gilly the Kid, like Tech Nine, like a lot of people on the East Coast mm-hmm. went in there. He really made me sound like a rapper. I said, Oh, oh, <laughs> I'm calling people. They like, damn. I'm like, oh. Cause I, I always I don't know. It was just something about me. I feel like I'm gifted with my, my words. And like okay. even when I was like younger. I would tell stories in English class and write stories and they mm-hmm. would be like, I don't know, I would I was always in trouble in school, but like I was never stupid. It was weird. I'm like, I was like the kid, like I got the highest SAT score, but I was the one that everybody was like, You ain't really gonna be none. Cause I had the tats, yeah you know I mean, at fifteen, yeah you know I mean. So they was like, but I always was I wasn't no dummy, yeah you know I mean. So like and then, yeah, so I did the music because of that. And the talents and gifts I have really came from the rapping because it was like I started engineering because I got signed to this label back in Delaware. And the, the same person that made me sound like a rapper, somebody told him, somebody had a bag, an investor. They told him, get the rappers that you know in the city that's hot. Mm. Got me. We was in the studio. He was like, bro, I'm tired of recording you. Yeah, I mean, I'm about to just teach you how to do this. So he taught me, and I sat there and I listened. Oh, you lucked up. Because <laughs> that dog, yeah. You ain't lying. That's what's up. Jackpot. Bro. That's what's up. Yo, now speaking of Jackpot, now I know you started a production company back in the day called Jackpot Productions. Is Jackpot still, is still going? You still running that now? Oh, 
Yeah, we going so crazy, bro. We got the uh, dang. I wish I, I could, my my merch is in the washer right now, so I could wear it. I wish I could show it to you, but yeah, I mean, we got yeah. This is about to go crazy, man. What's the website the, for for the merch? You got you got somewhere we can find it? Yeah, the thebrandjpe.com. It's right. it's in my bio on my Instagram and everything. All, right, all my videos, all my YouTube, all my music up there too. So yeah, I mean, tap in with that. Word. That's what's up. Now I like what you're talking about. The engineer, he said he made you sound like a rapper. Like what? Because there are engineers out there where they think it's really just a matter of, you know, hitting that record, you know what I'm saying? Maybe put a little filter on it, something like that. Like what What did you feel that was done that made you feel like a rapper or sound good rather? It's like, I feel like it's ignorance for you. Like, because it's like, like you don't know how are you supposed to know if you've never been there or heard that? How are you supposed to know what it's supposed to sound like? Mm-hmm. When, when I heard, like, I recorded a couple songs in my living room before I went to that engineer. Those songs were like, it was like, I can hear what I'm saying, right? And that's what's keeping my head bobbing because I, I know what I'm saying. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Now, when I got in that studio and the vocals just hit different, vocals really hit when they mixed right I, you know core from philly uh-uh i do you know Core? yeah i sounded like core <laughs> i say yo this is crazy and that was the fuel i needed and then yeah i mean i was hustling i always had a job i mean mm-hmm. hustling on the side always did that going to the studio every week boom hundred dollars two hours every friday boom boom Boom, just putting it together. And the whole time, nobody's helping me. Nobody's helping me. I'm reaching out to people. Nobody's helping me. Yeah, I mean, and I'm talking about artists. I didn't reach out to people for money because I had a pride thing going on at the time where I was like, I'm going to get this out of the mud. Yeah, I mean, so I don't owe nobody. And it's still like that a little bit, which I got to get over. But yeah, I mean, that's that's where my head was at. But right. nobody was helping me. I'm like, yo, let's do a song. Damn, let's work. Yeah, I mean, and I'm 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 learning, yeah, I mean, the game. So it got to a point where I was like, all right, I gotta do my own thing, and they gotta come like ride the wave. So that's know. exactly what I did. And I just did everything my own. I found my own video, man, found my own cover, man. I did everything my own. And then niggas was like, yo, you hard. And I was like, Damn. now that's that's one thing I can say about you, bro. Like, if anybody go to your Instagram or your YouTube page, bro, you got like four videos that look better than some of the stuff that's coming out from majors right now. Like, With no budget. lie, the, qual- <laughs> the quality of it, bro, is ridiculous. It's crazy, bro. And I just, I, that's why I be so humble because I'm like, I know my stuff coming, bro. Yeah. I know. Now I want to yeah, ask you this too. Like, when you so you you moved you moved here to the A three years ago. You did a showcase right after you got here. And I saw this interview when you said this. You were like, the current state of music is is messed up. And I can't vibe with it. And and rap music from 20 years ago, like, I can't turn up to none of that. What is it you think that you bring into it now? Because we, we see how fast music started to evolve. Like, once snap music hit, it's almost like every year the trend started right. changing until we got to the mumble rap era so like now that you're at this point you're here now you're in the middle of it now you already done told us you can't you can't get with music that was 20 years old and you hated the state of it three years ago so what have you brought to it like what are you giving to it now to, to, to make that change to push it to whatever that next evolution is going to be so 
what I'm bringing to the table with the music, man, because I don't even remember saying that, but I do remember saying that. Yeah, you know I mean, I, mm-hmm. so I like that you did your homework on that. Oh, bro, <laughs> <laughs> this is what we do more yeah. so what he does, but go ahead, <laughs> right? But, um, so what I'm bringing, I like talking about stuff that can help people, you feel me? Like, I like putting little bars in there because I can't, I feel like I can't do it too much because you still got to keep their attention. But like, I like throwing little stuff in there. Like before I buy chains, I'm buying some lane. I like throwing stuff in there like that in a little swaggy way to where they repeat it and then they get stuck in their head. Like, and they go to the jeweler like, damn, why I'm here? Maybe I should go. Yeah, I mean, right, that, right. it's like real, like small things that make people think. So I just yeah. try, I just try to throw little stuff like that in there. That's almost like taking a battle rap approach to it because that's like all of it's about subliminal, not all of it, but I mean the subliminal bars that you got to go back and listen to it two or three times before you actually get what the meaning was. That's one thing I definitely know is missing from rap. Like I, I'm going to let that little disrespect slide because I mean, you know, you're talking about rap music for 20 years ago. That was that was the music I was bumping to when I was in school. Me too, so. bro. And I still listen to it sometimes. But when you know when you get around a bunch of people, like, you're not throwing that on, bro. Oh, that's, I, I hear that's you. Like I hear five. you. I hear you. Depending on the record, though. Yeah, no, I hear you. Like, it, it because be I, I tell you right now, I don't care where I'm at. I don't care where I am. And I don't care if they 15, 50, or 95. If I come with some boom, um, 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 boom, 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 they go. Everybody, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's what's up, man. So, last thing I'm asked is so, all right, what's the end game for you? Like, where's your vision? So, you know, music, I'm going to assume just listening to you talk, it sounds like music is going to probably be the means to something bigger uh, end game have you thought about that have you figured that out or right now you you just gonna kind of let things ride and figure it out as you go is there an end game for you or what so right now um i'm really just i'm really just having my foot in everything because it's to the point where like i've developed my skills at like a really they're all everything i do is at a really good level you feel me to like i can i can walk in a studio and I can leave with a, a a project in like two days, three days. I leave with a project, and I don't need nobody in there because I could like make the beats, engineer, it, write it. I could do all that. You feel me? Mm-hmm. The big picture. I want to be able to put these artists on and show yeah. them the right way because nobody was doing it for me. Like I told you, nobody was helping me. Yeah, you know I me. Mean? Right. Nobody was helping me do all this. So I want to be the one there. I want to, if you're really working, because I know what somebody really working is like. Right. You know what I mean? Because I, I was doing it. So when they say I, you respect the janitor, like the CEO, that's me. Like, yeah, you know I mean, I respect everybody. If you're if you working, you're working. You know what I mean? But I'm really trying to just be the one that's connecting the dots and putting people in the right position and putting them in a good legal situation. Yeah. You know I mean? I'm on this Clubhouse app. I'm hearing a bunch of people rapping. They're rapping on. The same beat that I'm recording people on at the studios because they're going to YouTube beats and picking the one with three million views. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, like, yeah, just little stuff like that. I want to be there to be like, bro, that's cool. But yeah, I mean, here's a better route. Yeah, I mean, do it right. like this. Yeah. Just little stuff like that. People don't be knowing. No, now, I got up. I got something that's it's, it's probably it's, it's, it's off the serious note. 
but it's still kind of serious. You went through like a little social media revamp. So like some of your old stuff ain't up no more. But like people that was messing with you three, four years ago might remember the issue. What happened with the issue, bro? And why you not still putting it out? Because like low key, you was kind of like a like the hood Dr. Phil for folks. Like you was coming with some real some real knowledge <laughs> some, on some real stuff. I mean, it was funny. But like when you take it like low key, when you really break it down, it's like, yo, why is this really a problem though? So what's up with that? Where's that at? Bro, the issue coming back. Okay. <laughs> the issue coming back because of you. Be, I don't I don't know, bro. But I, I remember how I did that. I just woke up one day and I was like, bro, I just start ranting. And every morning I would rant, people would laugh. Why are you laughing? I was like, hold up, I should monetize this I ain't gonna lie, bro. I put it in. People used to always ask me, like, why I don't laugh at Dave Chappelle. And I tell them, I was like, because ain't nothing Dave Chappelle funny. Because everything he say, I associate with as being real. Like, it's hard for me to laugh at it because it's true. And the issue was like that. Like, I would chuckle and then I would just stop. And I'd be like, bro, that's like facts. Like, this is, that's, this is, this is (laughs) facts, bro. (laughs) But it's it's necessary. You yeah. know what I mean? Necessary. So and well, bro, when you bring that back, shoot me the link ASAP. I don't know if you're gonna put it up on IG or if it's gonna be on your Twitter or YouTube or whatever, but make sure I get the link so I don't miss them when you drop them. I'm gonna I'm a, I'm a have all I got all type of ideas now. Right. There you go. There you go, man. So look, real quick, we got to phase out of this. So where can people find you? Where you know in the whole um social so universe? I'm everywhere at Delgado Hit Lotto. D-E-L-G-A-D-O-H-I-T-L-O-T-T-O. Everywhere. Go on YouTube, search Delgado Hilado, or you can search Gato. I pop up, I got videos, I'm on stream. I'm I'm everywhere, bro. Delgado Hilado or Gato. If it's not one, it's the other. Yeah, I mean. Nah, we appreciate it. Man, yeah. thanks for taking the time out. Yo, y'all know how it is. If you ever want to, uh, you know, binge on this or if you want to listen to this episode again, you are just go to www.lifeonpodcast.com. That's our hub. Everything is found there. Uh, if for some reason, you're just really, really, really bored and there's just no purpose to your life and you have nothing else to do, you can always follow your boy. I'm at Stone007, that's Stone007 on Instagram. And then, I'm sorry, Stone letter O, letter O7. I hate going See? through this every week. See? Dude need to come off those zeros, man. Hey. Uh, so we're going to find him and we'll get him to respond. We're we going to get him. Yes, I'm going to put him in a van. But anyway, <laughs> Stone letter O, letter O7 on Instagram and Stone007 on Twitter. Yeah, and I've only got one because I don't have issues with people. Just Johnny Vine, J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N all over the place. Big shout out to Delgado for sliding through. Yeah, bro. man. <laughs> so yo hey. check it out make sure you tell a friend hit that share button hit that like tell a friend about it and right now we're gonna leave you with a sample of some Delgado treasure so we appreciate y'all tuning in tell a friend we out peace